Hi, ladies. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to take a moment to announce the winner of the podcast review giveaway, who is winning a free spot into the Healthy Through the Holidays program. Thank you so much, all of you who submitted your podcast reviews and those who have done it previously that I also included in this free drawing. I really appreciate it, and I really enjoy the feedback because honestly, sometimes I feel like, <laughs> like, am I talking to, you know, am I coming out of left field? Does no one agree with this? Does no one relate to this? So it's really encouraging to hear that you do. And as always, if you want to tell me that you don't, you can email me that too. I want to hear that too. <laughs> Fit mom life to the fullest at gmail.com. But okay, before. We get into the episode. My four-year-old son picked the winner out of a hat. I did not want to use an online generator for this one. So Diana M., congratulations. We picked you. Actually, Joshua did and uh, was able to make out the letters of your name, too. So it was a happy day for us over here. But thank you so much, Diana. You are into the program for free. And any of you who still want to sign up, it is happening in less than a week. We start Monday the 8th, I believe, is the start date. I know for sure it is the next Monday. I believe the number is the eight. You know, numbers get dodgy around this time of year for me. But yes, next Monday we are starting. If you want to go to the website, fitmomlifetothefullest.com to sign up, we would love to have you. This is not the beginner macro challenge. So if you are waiting for that, hang tight till January. But if you just want some full-length workout videos and some recipe inspiration to help you maintain and progress through this holiday season, then come on over and join us. And Diana, of course, you are entering for free. So looking forward to that. All right. Thank you so much once again to everyone who took the time to submit a review. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi there, welcome to the Fit Mom Life to the Fullest podcast where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. What's going on ladies? I'm happy you're here. Thank you for being here. There's a lot of podcasts you could listen to, so I'm glad you're choosing to hang out with me. My name is Brittany. I'm a Catholic wife and mom of three boys. I am also a personal trainer and I run fitmomlifetothefullest.com. I love working with all of you. We are still cracking along in our eight-week program, and it's so fun to see the mind shifts, physical progress as well, everything throughout these eight weeks. So I really enjoy it. I love what I do. I'm really fortunate. Um, I was just somewhere the other day getting my hair cut, and we were talking about how funny it is to see where you land because I went to school for teaching, And I taught for four years, middle school, and I loved that as well. But then I knew I was going to always do something kind of teaching. But then when it became fitness, when I got certified back like over 10 years ago, and then I've picked up more certifications along the way, like my nutrition certificate and prenatal and postpartum specialist, things like that. It's just everything I do in this realm, I'm so interested in. I was just coming up with some new workouts for the holiday program the other day and I'm still finalizing some recipes and things like that and I love it like there is nothing else it's really fun anyways you don't need to know all that but I really truly appreciate you hanging out with me and your encouragement uh, when I hear from you guys on Instagram or through emails or whatever because it's nice to hear that 
you're getting something from all this because I, I so enjoy it. I so enjoy being with you and sharing with you. All right. And so does my baby because every single podcast episode, he falls asleep on me. Ladies, the only reason you didn't hear him in the very start of this, he is three months old. The only reason you didn't hear him is because I talked for two minutes and then decided that that was like all nonsense and I could delete it. And in that two minutes, that's when he was like yelling his last, you know, battle cry before falling asleep. So you got him falling asleep. But anyways, we are talking today about navigating the holiday season and best choices you can make at a party. So a couple different approaches here. If we are talking just your run-of-the-mill seasonal party, like fall parties, fall festivals, you're probably kind of through most of those. But, you know, you've got other holidays coming up. Obviously, Thanksgiving's a big one. Christmas will be a big one. And this season just lasts a long time, right? Whether you're celebrating Advent or start the Christmas celebrations early, like even with Advent, there's so many opportunities for festivities and indulgences with feast days and things like that. Thinking of the uh, St. Lucie cinnamon rolls and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) So it's just a big season of celebrating with food. And that's not a problem. That's not necessarily a problem. And I actually think that's a really beautiful part of our Catholic faith, which will be in an upcoming episode where, you know, if you're living liturgically, you're going to have seasons of a little bit more indulgence, and then you're going to have seasons of a little bit more penitence and fasting and restricting. And that happens naturally. So you don't need to like force these times on yourself extra outside of that if you're really delving into living liturgically, because we have this big span of, you know, more treats, more celebration through Advent and through the Christmas season and then pretty soon Lent's around the corner where we're supposed to be called to a lot of fasting and abstinence and things like that. So it's just very interesting to see how this all intertwines with our faith and how you don't need to be afraid of a couple extra Christmas cookies when you know you're going to be fasting from things in a little bit. So anyways, I did just realize that my other kid's uh, monitor is on, which you might be hearing their sound machine in the background, but I am not going to get up and move with Judah sleeping on me. So (laughs) there's a little white noise in the background. You know what it is. But anyway, uh, so yes, it can span a long time, right? If you're parting it up from, you know, fall festivals all the way to January 1st. So what I suggest my clients do and what I try to do is to basically approach most of those events the same way I would any other event. It doesn't matter that it's seasonal, which is moderately, right? Having, it's, it's all about choices. I can't get there. Say I'm talking about things. No, nah, I'm not going to do Thanksgiving because that's a main holiday. Well, I want something a little bit more minor. Say that it is an All Saints Day party, okay? Because we do have one just around the corner that we are going to be going to. And say I'm at an All Saints Day party and I'm scanning and seeing everything there. I can't just have everything I see or every single indulgent thing that appeals to me, right? If there is some cheesy looking spinach and artichoke choke dip and then there's like candied apples and then there's uh like hard cider or whatever and brownies because I think I'm bringing brownies to this particular party I can't have one of everything and expect to make progress towards my goals or even maintain okay that's not going to happen it's all about picking and choosing just like it would be if it was my nephew's birthday party or my son's birthday party or something like that it's about looking at what's there and then making the best choices you can. So that's my overall 
approach to the holiday season. However, I'm going to say that I also think that you 100% could pick one or two of these days in the holiday season and just enjoy yourself and not try to monitor yourself. It's it's your life. You can pick and choose, right? Because again, I just said these are seasons of celebration and of indulgences that we don't have the rest of the year. So if you're like, Christmas is my jam. I love everything at Christmas. Like I love, there's like three appetizers I know I'm going to love because my aunt makes them every year. My grandma makes the best cookies and we always make these like Irish coffees after dinner. Enjoy the day. Like enjoy it moderately in the fact that just watch your portions because otherwise you're going to be probably really sick and feel sick. But have all three of those appetizers. Have grandma's cookies. Have the Irish coffee. Don't even think twice about it. Don't waste your stomach room on vegetables because you're probably going to fill up pretty fast with all the carbs and fats and things. And that's totally fine. I'm not being sarcastic and I'm not being patronizing. I tell my one-on-one clients that there are like three days a year that I think they should do that if they want to. And that would be like their birthday, their anniversary, and then their favorite holiday. The problem is when we make all of those, you know, all the other days, like our kids' birthdays or you know, New Year's, New Year's Eve and things like that. We can't have all of them. Do you see what I'm saying? Obviously, that's just going to lead to overindulgence around the clock, the way these things add up, you know, all the different birthdays, all the different, uh, like your husband's birthday, whatever, all those things, like that's not your own celebration. I would go after it moderately. So in the vein of going the moderate route, I'm trying to help you know what the healthiest choices are at a party or a seasonal event or whatever. So Firstly, starting the day with not restricting. I do not believe in restricting yourself the whole day to go crazy at the event. I recommend having more vegetables than you maybe would in your breakfasts and sticking to the same protein that you would throughout the day. So I like to approach the party or event not starving and not stuffed, right? I don't want to go in there and just be absolutely ravenous and eating everything in sight, but I also don't want you to, you know, eat, like say, eat chicken, rice, and broccoli on the way there in the car because you don't want to eat anything there. So looking at, you know, maybe instead of having like protein waffles for breakfast, because even though they have protein, there's a lot of carb there, maybe in that particular recipe or that particular thing you're going to use in general, waffles usually do have more carbs, right? Maybe you're going to make a big veggie omelet or have a big like saute pile of sauteed spinach and some uh, cottage cheese or yogurt or something like that. I don't eat cottage cheese, so I'm trying to find something else that's high protein that's not just eggs to tell you. Um, But you get the idea, or maybe you're going to start the morning with a shake, so you get protein and you can throw some greens in there and things like that. And you're just going to approach the day a little bit lighter in terms of carbs and fat, so you have more to work with for the party or event. Then once you get to the party or event, the actual, I know this is probably what you want to hear, the actual nitty gritty of what are the better options? Okay, the mentality that you should go into any event with, no matter what season, is wanting to fill up half your plate with vegetables, then a protein, and then pick your carb, pick your treat kind of thing sparingly. So we talked about this in the summer with barbecues, and that looks like maybe having the burger bun but skipping the potato salad because that's they're, they're both carbs. You don't want to go too carb heavy. Or that looks like having the bun, but having one beer instead of two beers, etc. Now, this time of year, this is usually the big time of year for lots of very 
calorie-dense appetizers, which might totally be your jam and might totally not be. So if that's not you, you're not going to struggle with that at all. But a lot of times people struggle when right out of the gate, before we get to dinner, they're looking at the appetizer spread and it looks very deceiving because it just looks like, oh, it's just crackers and it's just some dips. And those can be the like biggest calorie bombs of anything you're going to eat there, even of the dinner. So just pick and choose, kind of look and check what's there. Pick what is really worth it to you. Have a small portion of it. So if it is the appetizer and there's not really, you know, vegetables yet, because there's not usually outside of a veggie tray, I don't usually see many vegetables out, but say there, say there is a veggie tray. Okay. That might look at, look like loading up on some vegetables from the veggie tray. Shrimp is a really great lean option. If there's shrimp and cocktail sauce, there's probably some sugar in the cocktail sauce, but not getting like crazy scrupulous here. We're, we're trying to go for, you know, the lesser of all the evils and then picking the one that's a little bit more indulgent that you would like. So for me, that might look like I'll, I'll say this is like my Thanksgiving, for example. I am not crazy about the foods at Thanksgiving. I don't eat the turkey. I don't like gravy. I don't like mashed potatoes. I don't like stuffing. <laughs> There's a lot I don't like. I, I sometimes eat a little bit of stuffing, but I'm not crazy about most things. I do not like cranberry sauce. Um, so really Thanksgiving is the one where I'm mostly appetizers and salad. And then honestly don't really love the desserts that we usually have there either so it's more this is not a slam to my sister who my sister hosts thanksgiving and she occasionally listens to this podcast so if you're listening it's not because of the food i'm just not a big thanksgiving foods person and in our tradition we always are having apple pies and stuff for dessert and i i'm just not big on pie so i'm not gonna waste my calories on it what i do instead is i survey that appetizer table we do usually have shrimp we do usually have a veggie tray there so i will have um, some vegetables, I'll have some shrimp, and then I will pick one of the other options, which might be like a taco dip or an artichoke dip, or uh, my sister makes like a stuffed pepper dip sometimes. Basically all the dips are looking like something cheesy, creamy, etc. So I will have a small portion of it and I will pick one, okay? Then moving on to dinner, this is where we do salad as well. So I'll have a lot of salad, and then I've got to get some protein in, so I usually do still eat the turkey, even though it's not my favorite. Um, but I won't bother to have, you know, the cranberries or stuffing and stuff if I don't enjoy it and it's not really going to add me any nutritional value. But say Thanksgiving is your jam and you like all that stuff, you're with me so far, right? You did the same thing at the appetizer table. You scanned, you picked some vegetables, you picked some things that look leaner like shrimp or like usually if things are very simple, like you can tell what is in them if it's uh for christmas i host christmas and i do bacon wrapped asparagus as an appetizer so you can tell okay look there's asparagus and there's bacon would that be a, a good choice probably because it's just giving you protein a little bit of fat and a vegetable so you know go for it that would be a good choice there as well not that again a dip wouldn't you just don't want to fill your plate with three different dips and think that you're just you know having this small scale thing because again though they look small they are deceivingly chocked full of <laughs> fat and carbs usually again not a bad thing this is the holidays it's a good time but I would again be sparing with them a scoop of two of them versus like three scoops of one or a scoop of every single one so then at dinner same thing I was just talking about you're filling up on vegetables a protein and then carbs sparingly so if you do love Thanksgiving and you 
still want to approach it moderately. This is not the day you want to go all out. You still want to be moderate and feel progress and not feel stuffed and whatever. Then go ahead and do what I talked about with picking the carb, right? You're going to have fill half your plate with vegetables. So whatever those vegetables are, you're going to have some protein. So maybe having some turkey. And then you're going to have either one like serving of mashed potatoes or one serving of stuffing. Notice I just said or, right? Or third option, you go like halvesies, you know, you take, because some of it you might be like, Brittany, I really like the mashed potatoes and I really like the stuffing, but I still do want to approach this moderately. Great. Then have like a half portion of each. You know what I mean? Instead of having a huge scoop of mashed potatoes, have like half a serving of that and have half a serving of stuffing. (laughs) Then when it gets to the desserts, same thing, you're going to kind of pick and choose. And what I usually promote or advise is... Picking or choosing drinks or dessert. So, again, if this is you on the day you want to go all out, have that apple pie and have two glasses of wine. I don't care. It's your special holiday. You know what I mean? You can pick up the nutrition train where you left it at the station. But if you are trying to be moderate, make a choice here. It doesn't have to be a a slice of pie and no alcohol or a glass of wine and no pie, but then have a small portion of pie and one glass of wine right one serving of wine not a holiday pour of wine (laughs) Uh, you feel right up to the top you're like my nutritionist said one glass of wine so give me that mason jar and I'll fill her up all the way to the top um so that is what this looks like picking and choosing making choices so if you're bringing something to a fall festival or to one of these major holidays that's going to fall in the next couple months try to bring something that you know is a little bit, you know, on the lighter side and more nutritionally dense versus just calorie dense. So there are, you know, a lot of things that you can do outside of just veggie trays. Like I mentioned, the bacon wrapped asparagus. It doesn't have to be a vegetable. It's just nice to have something with that option. But there's just lighter ways to do things. Um, Making one of those dips that you love so much or that your family loves so much, but with Greek yogurt. Instead, there's lighter, healthier swaps you can make, right? I just made uh, cupcakes the other day. Not, they weren't even terrible for you. I was going to say not super healthy, but I used einkorn flour. I was playing around with things again. And instead of using sour cream, because my husband can't even eat sour cream, so I don't make anything with sour cream or cream cheese, I used a little bit of plain Greek yogurt in the frosting for them. And it was delicious. You could not even taste the difference at all and it just tasted like really good frosting and I had just added some protein to them by doing that so try to enhance what you are bringing to be a little bit more nutritionally solid and then again it's picking and choosing I would not tell you not to enjoy something so please don't come away from this thinking like why do I still have to pick and choose through the holidays my point is, I think there is a way to approach the holiday season, which is that you can still enjoy what you like, but you're not like an animal let out of a cage that hasn't eaten in three years. And you know what I'm talking about. I, we can all do this. I have definitely done this where I've just stood by the appetizer table and pounded food down because I felt like, well, it's only once a year and I'm never going to, I'm not going to see it again. Like You are going to see that food again. You can make it another time of the year if you want to. And usually you're going to enjoy it more without the guilt and whatever afterwards when you, you know, your pants feel tight, you're uncomfortable and you're super tired, right? You should not feel exhausted after a meal 
where you literally just sat and ate. You didn't like, you weren't running around doing anything. That should not exhaust you. Okay. So looking up some lean, clean options to take as sides, as appetizers, so that, you know, if you're contributing to the meal, you know something will be there. You are preparing for the day by having some protein and vegetables before, and then at the party itself, load up your plate with mostly vegetables, whether it's, you know, from the appetizers or the meal or both. Have some protein. Have the more indulgent things sparingly, picking and choosing, you know, approaching desserts and drinks the way that we talked about having one or the other or a little bit of both and then just try to enjoy the actual event it's a real buzzkill when we're approaching a party and we're just worrying about what the heck am I going to eat uh there's not going to be anything healthy there or the other way around like oh I really don't want to eat all this stuff and now there's probably gonna be so much stuff there this is so much temptation just try to do the little mental survey of what's there Formulate a quick plan in your head of what you're going to eat and then let it go. Like move away from the appetizer table. Go talk to people. Go play with the kids. Go enjoy. It depends obviously what kind of party you're at here. But remember that food is a, a part of the event and it can be a wonderful part of the event. There are things I so look forward to at Christmas time, especially that since I get to host it, the things that I make that I look forward to and sharing with others. And I hope to see them eat it, right? I don't want to watch them like have half a cookie because they're worried about their waistline. But so food is a real element of bringing people together and hospitality and enjoyment and all those things. But it's not the only element to a, a get together, to a gathering, to a celebration. And that's what's important to remember. Sometimes we blow it up to be way bigger in our minds. And if we just get away from it, like have a plan. I think, you know, that's, that's what this episode was about was getting that plan down. But once you kind of are comfortable in the plan, you've surveyed what you're going to eat, let it go. Enjoy the party, go talk to people, socialize, and don't make food the whole center of everything. I think this is the number one problem when I hear from my clients that they are nervous about increased social events. This usually comes up in the summer and then it comes up again during the holidays that, They're like, I'm just nervous because I have so many social events coming up. You can absolutely rock a social event and stick to your goals and stick to your progress. It can even fit your macros, but this is not a time. There's a big aside. If you were someone who's currently tracking your macros, I would not try to track at one of these events. This like, don't whip out your phone and try to log it in in front of everybody and things like that. Nobody wants to be that person who's like, huh? Hey, Karen, what'd you put in the dip? I just need to log it into my fitness pail real quick. Like nobody wants to do that. I didn't mean to use the word, the name Karen right there. That just popped up. So that wasn't like a, you know, sorry, Karen thing. That was just the name that came to mind. But, you know, you can log it in later and see how you did kind of a thing. Like go to that work party and, or your husband's work party or whatever, if you're a stay-at-home mom like I am and, uh, you know, enjoy yourself, do all these things moderately then go home and just, you know, for fun, because that's the thing I do for fun, log it into my fitness pal and see how you did. See what it shook out to. See if that shrimp got you closer to your protein goal. And if that pie and wine did fit and you didn't even go over, you know what I mean? Because people do this. I don't want you to throw your hands up in the air and just say, it's holiday season. I'm definitely going to gain 10 pounds. There are people who travel for work who have to, you know, regularly go out to business dinners and go to lots of social events and galas. Like, that is not my life, but it is other people's lives. And they are able to do it in a moderate way, right? 
It's not total deprivation and it's not total indulgence. There is an in-between where you're enjoying the fun parts of the holiday season. Like, I want you guys to have hot chocolate with your kids. I want you to sneak a few gumdrops with them when you're having a, when you're building a gingerbread house. I want to do that. I will be doing that. I don't want to be thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to ruin everything. Oh my gosh, I feel so guilty because I have four gumdrops. But that means we need to have, you know, a plan and feel comfortable with our plan, knowing that we didn't just totally overdo it last weekend at our aunt's, you know, holiday, I don't know, whatever holiday party it was. We want to feel like we're in control of it and we can have these treats as part of our lifestyle, right? 80% clean, 20% treats. That is what I am all about. All right, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to head over to fitmomlifetothefulls.com if you want to sign up for our Healthy Through the Holidays program. We're in. We are going to try to encourage each other to do this all holiday season long. All right, I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you next time.